0: Love Talk Radio. i want to tell you something god wants to join his super with your natural and when that happens it becomes supernatural and you'll discover that god is a god of more than enough this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It's good being with you today. I want to continue on a message aiming for more than enough. And it was just a uh, little over a week ago that the Lord dealt with me and asked me the question why I didn't believe him for more than enough in different situations and different projects. And what actually happened is I was uh, looking at a, a mission project that I'd been involved in several times. and. It just occurred to me that, that I never believed the Lord for more than enough. I just believed him for enough. In fact, I was okay if there wasn't enough. But God challenged me to believe him in things that I'm involved in to begin to believe him for more than enough. He, he says that he'll do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think according to the power of God that works on the inside of us. Third John verse 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you might prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. This year in January, I, re- I received a word that there had been a spirit of delay over our personal life and over our ministry for 12 years, and that God was releasing us from that spirit of delay. And um, we were experiencing that right now, and God is is calling us to, to believe him. You know, when Lazarus was raised from the dead in John chapter 11, they were shocked, shocked, And in fact, when Jesus heard that Lazarus was dead, it says that he stayed, he stayed away a few more days, but finally he did show up and he, he told him he, when he raised him from the dead, he said, didn't I tell you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God, believe, put your trust, put your trust in God. If you would believe you would so again, God wants to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we can ask or thing according to the power of God that works on the inside of us. Now in Genesis chapter 13, uh, starting in verse 6, "...now the land was not able to support them that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together." And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Parasites then dwelt in the land. So Abram said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me, and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you? Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right." Or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go toward Zoar. Then Lot chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated from each other. So, very interesting, verse 9, Abram asks lot, please separate from me. And I want to tell you something, when God wants to bring you into something new, into something you've never walked in before, there's going to be, there will be a separation. There will be some people that you will have to separate from, and even sometimes it could be family, not always. But that you'll have to to separate, so so Abram walked in love and he said, "Look, whatever land you choose, then I'll choose the rest of it. The other part it says, then again in verse eleven, then Lot chose for himself. That's a very key verse. Lot chose for himself. Now this means that the land looked good. And there's nothing wrong with land looking good. There's nothing wrong with a house looking good. But the key is that Lot chose for himself. In other words, he did not consult God in what he should do, but he just chose for himself. And so what was Lot doing? Lot was walking by sight. When we walk by sight, we're going to settle for a lot less than what the Lord has for us. And so, verse 12 Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. But the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. And the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, I'll give to you and your descendants forever. So here God shows him What you see is what you get. But the other thing he shows him is what you see, look north, look south, look east, and look west. In other words, God said, I want to bless you, but I don't just want to bless you from one direction. I don't want to just bless you one way. I am a creative God, and I want you to lift your gaze, and I want you to begin to aim not just for enough, not just to settle But I want you to aim for more than enough, for I am the God. I'm the God of more than enough. Now, we see this same principle of more than enough in uh, 2 Kings chapter 4. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, "'Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord.' And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be a slave. Now this is very interesting because really, if you fear the Lord, there'll be provision. Because the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And if you go to if you go to Proverbs, you'll find that riches is attached to having the wisdom of God. So I have to wonder if this person feared the Lord. And I have to wonder if this person was obedient to Elisha. So so here the woman is coming to Elisha and asking Elisha to be her source of supply. Boy, we have to be careful about that. We have to be careful about looking to people to be our source of supply, but we have to look to God to be our source. And Elijah said to her, "What shall I do for you? Tell me what do you have in the house." And she said, "Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil." Now I want to tell you something. When God tells you what do you have, what do you have to work with? God sees you as having something great to work with. You know the enemy will try to disqualify what you're doing. You know the Lord's blessed us and. The Lord's allowed us to buy twenty-one and a half acres of land, the church, and and put up a church building, and and all the property is is paid for. All the all the church building is paid for. The Lord's enabled us to give away, you know, about a million and a half dollars, and so God has blessed us, put a cell tower on our property that brought two hundred thousand dollars into the church, which really paid paid off our uh, our loan, the, the first and only loan we took out on the building, people will try to disqualify you. I remember I was talking to someone and they were coming out to visit our property and as they visited it and looked at it, and, and this was back when I didn't have a riding lawnmower to cut the grass. I was cutting six about six acres of grass without a rotting line mower but but you know God helped us and so this person went and looked inside looked in the building and came out and basically said if I had the people you have I'd be able to do what you did and I just realized this past week how that was not the truth uh, because this person was saying that it was tied to the people that I had but really it wasn't tied to the people that I had because I started out with no people I started out with no one it was tied to the favor of God it was tied to the goodness of God that the Lord had brought provision into our lives and it was tied to something I had on the inside I want to tell you something you have something on the inside. If you've come to Christ, you have something in the house. The Lord has put abilities. God has made you up very uniquely in what you can do and what you can be. But she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. So she was used to fellowship and around poverty and lack. Now, God, through a prophet, is gonna totally change the way she lives. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Now the reason he told her not to gather just a few, because she was used to just surviving. She was used to barely getting by, and really she wasn't even getting by because when her husband died, she didn't have anything. He hadn't left her anything. He told her, go borrow empty vessels and don't borrow just a few. In other words, I'm not a God that's into the few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. That's such an interesting verse because her blessing was tied to what her faith was. She could have brought out many more vessels, But still, she brought out more than enough, more than enough vessels. But she could have brought out even more. And uh, however many vessels she brought out, God would have filled them. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. I want to tell you something. God wants to do creative things. God wants to do creative things in your life in the area of provision where he can show himself strong and he can show himself as the God of more than enough. She had a little oil, but when God got involved in it, it turned into much oil. And then she sold the oil. She didn't hoard the oil. She sold the oil. And notice, God didn't just give her enough to pay the debt. God gave her enough to pay the debt and to live, to pay the debt and to live. And so maybe today you're believing to get out of debt. I, I know I still have debt, still have a mortgage debt, and I'm believing to get out of debt. But but God doesn't want all the focus to be on the debt. God wants the focus to be on the God that is more than enough i remember i was praying i don't know maybe about a month and a half ago and the lord told me he said i'm going to send happenings to your life to cause you to be able to pay off your mortgage i want to tell you something god wants to join his super with your natural and when that happens it becomes supernatural And you'll discover that God is a God of more than enough. Now, look at this. Not only did she have enough to pay off her debt, but she said, you and your sons live. You and your sons live. You know, I I don't believe she probably ever lived. She'd barely gotten by and not even gotten by. But when the prophet showed up, he, he told her, you and your sons now can live. You'll never have a shortage in the financial realm. You'll never have a shortage again in your life. I want to encourage you today to aim for more than enough. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was a good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. You would like to sow by mail? Our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Pattison, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 10:30. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas. 7-7-4-2-3. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the brookshire patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast, The Best is Yet to Come, wherever you get your podcasts. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you, The Best is Yet to Come. We love you.